You're listening to the Pinball Podcast with Don and Jeff. Hey, welcome to the Pinball Podcast. This is the Not Pinball episode. Uh, my name is Don, and with me, as always, is Jeff. How's it going, Jeff? Uh, it's all right. Uh, all right. <laughs> I've had better weeks. Yeah. But it's okay. Good. Um, we've got something, uh, we've got episode 100 recording next Saturday at Flipper Spiel Underground in Vegas, and hopefully Jeff and I will both be there. We both have had stuff going on this week, um, but we're looking forward to it, and, um, yeah, so check out the details in the show notes. Nifty LED supporting it. Um, I got my posters in the mail this week. We have extra posters if anybody wants to order them. Uh, t-shirts are sold out, but they look really nice, and uh, Ryan Clater did an awesome job on it. Sprinter did a great job. So, yeah. So, anyway, we had this extra week, and so we, we've been getting questions about personal stuff, and we usually try to keep the show on topic, but uh, we said, oh, let's just do a show where we don't talk about pinball. <laughs> so we'll Clear house on the personal questions. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do our OkCupid profiles together. And see how that goes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for people who are interested in pinball, don't click out yet. I think we, we both played Batman. Do you want to talk about that at all? Top of the show? Uh, well, I think people are going to accuse me of just being biased. But I, I, I honestly think it's bad. Like, just flat out bad. It looks great. The screen is fantastic. Um... I like the art, but I didn't think that there was any good shots on it. Like, it feels okay when you hit the left ramp if it doesn't fly off, which my first shot I did on the game flew off and got stuck behind the turntable and had to wait for three ball searches for it to come back out. But, man, it's just a clunky nightmare. Um, the left orbit's blocked by one of the blue nubs. Um, a lot of people are saying to move that into the left ramp, but if you move into the left ramp, then the left ramp's partially blocked by it. Um, the turntable, the targets have like a lot of dead space around them and not a single one of the positions except for the magnet felt felt any good to hit. Like when the Batmobile was showing, you hit it and it'll spin or it just dribbles into the left orbit. Like weird. Um, I think the problem with that is there's not enough room for the ball to move once it hits the spinner. So it'll hit the spinner and then hit something else and the spinner will hit the ball again and stop the spinner. And then the ball's just kind of stuck there. We, we would get a stuck um, ball every game. Oh, I yeah, can't tell you how many times we pulled the glass on it last night. Uh, I had the ball stuck behind the turntable multiple times. I had the ball rest beneath the uh, crane in its home position. Um, I had the ball stuck under a plastic zip tie that's holding the left ramp. I don't know why there's a zip tie there, but had that get stuck a few times. There was several stuck balls, but... Um, I think they rushed it, and it's obvious. Uh, they tried to get it out for the 30th anniversary thing, and it feels really, really half-baked. And I know it will get better with code, but the layout is just really bad. That right ramp is garbage. It's it's this, like, two-inch tall vertical ramp that the ball slops up into all the time. Like, the ball goes up at, on a clean shot or when you're not even shooting for it, like, about 50-50 as far as made shots on that. Then I was having a lot of... Issues, and I know it's early code, but um, 
made the shot to select a minor villain and it did nothing. Um, got the mystery and it did nothing. Um, it wouldn't finish the crane mode. Like I got all of them and was the last one was in the last position. I hit it like five or six times solid hard hit and just would stay there. Um, had lots of weird bugs that were creeping up. And I, again, I know it's early code, but I just can't believe how rushed it is. Uh, I mean, they can fix a lot with code, but they can't fix the shot geometry, which I just think is bad. I mean, it's it's not Avengers bad, but it's in that ballpark. I was, it's funny that you mentioned Avengers. I was thinking about this, and I would rather play Avengers than Transformers. I would rather play Batman than Avengers or Transformers. I didn't, I didn't love it. Um, there was one shot that I thought felt really good, and that is when you shoot the right orbit and it locks the ball. It swings around, hits a diverter, and locks on the turntable. I thought that felt really good, yeah. but that was it. You're right with yeah. the left ramp. Ours flew off, I'd say, 80% of the time, Yeah, uh, which was frustrating. Very... And then um, the the orbits are kind of weird. Like, they you are. make it, and half the time it comes down and hits the top of the slingshot. And if you manage to kind of punch it so it doesn't, then it hits the sling. And Avengers does that, and I hate it. I I don't know why they can't get a clean feed, a clean feed to the flipper, reliably. But most of the time, it was hitting the slingshot or the top of the slingshot, which was annoying. But um, yeah, like the, even the entrances into the orbits, the angles on them are kind of sharp, so you get a lot of rattly shots in the orbit. You hit them, and the ball kind of rattles and dribbles back down them, um, just because the entry's kind of screwed. But yeah. it was just weird. Um, I hate the spinner shot that. Hits a target and then sometimes hits the pops and sometimes it falls back down through the spinner. Like a clean shot to a spinner should not send the ball dribbling right back through it. I thought that was a mess. Um, the turn man, that was a weird shot. The turntable's a wreck, really... man. It's like yeah. the TV's kind of the coolest part, but half the time the TV's facing the back of the game or facing the bottom of the left ramp. Um, and then when the TV is doing something, the only time we even noticed it was during multi ball. They'll say like yeah. pow or kapow or whatever. Uh, the other ones, yeah, it's, just a, facing the longest. it's just a bunch of stand-up targets. Like, every side is just stand-up targets, except for that magnet, like you're saying. With, Yeah, with dead space around them. Like, you can hit to the left of one of the targets, the ball just kind of hits, and then it stops, and it slowly rolls back towards the middle, which is just super weird that it has so much dead area around it. But um, the other thing that was annoying is when it would tell you to shoot the phone, you'd look up, and the phone was, like, in the back, and it was slowly turning around. I guess... Someone talked about the way that it's designed, um, that in order to make one full revolution, because it's on some sort of stepper system, it has to make two turns, and that's why it gets out of sync. And mm. um, Sometimes it's not just that one little turn to get it in place. It has to go all the way around or once and a quarter around to line up the phone. So it'll tell you to shoot the phone, and you're losing hurry-up points while it's still trying to center the phone for you. But we, I don't know. The other thing, we didn't have problems oh, with sorry. the phone. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Besides it being just super annoying. <laughs> if you're not loud. playing, it's really irritating. We're just like, answer yeah. the phone, dude. <laughs> it's pretty loud. Um, I liked, this is kind of a weird thing, is I liked the melodies of the music, but I hated the instruments. Like, I didn't like the saxophone jazz music. Um, I think that probably could have been like the music actual melodies like i said are competent but i don't like how it sounds i i actually uh, liked the variety I, I hated the the batman theme song gets real real quick 
the no 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 thing. Right. It just is on a loop forever. And the Joker theme music is also similarly irritating. But I love like uh, the intro when you first start the game. It's like this sunny mm-hmm. day and it welcomes you to this new episode. It, it, that felt really cool. I love everything about that display. They did a really great job with um, how it looks, the clips they pulled. It gets a little repetitive, like especially again in Joker mode. He's doing the same like two second laugh just over on a loop. Hopefully yeah. that's stuff they can and add. Occasionally you'll hit a pe- shot. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I said the penguin doing that same face with the cigar sticking out of his mouth yeah over and over and over a lot of those and then if, if you pick anything from like season two or beyond like there's nothing there it'll change the background but there's no villains basically it's cool that you can select villains and i hope that's a real cool code edition um, yeah this this sitting next to a ghostbusters pro which is roughly three thousand dollars less in price ghostbusters feels like an le compared to uh, Batman. Right. There's just nothing like this is a $7,500 premium and there's nothing premium about it. Well, I was playing an LE and it felt completely barren. Um, they just added the Hot Wheels, I think, on the LE. That's the only difference, right? I didn't even notice them. Like, I didn't see the Batcopter or anything. Maybe, I don't know. We noticed they were just... missing because there's giant empty spots all over the playfield. Huge, yeah, huge plastics and... that you normally, are, you know, you, there's something else in the way. You don't see these plastics. Oh, is that why some of the plastics have like cutouts and holes in them? Is that the, where the mounting for the Hot Wheels would be? Maybe I noticed I t- the I, side rails have holes in them, but I didn't notice the plastics really. Uh, I took a picture because I didn't know why. I was going to ask you if you knew, but there's a on the right um, plastic kind of below where the crane rests. There's a cutout there, and there's a bulb. So the bulb is just like shining bright through the plastic. But I thought it was probably because there was some sort of mounting hardware that should go there, but. I don't know. I, th- I don't think the, so. I don't think the SLE has something that the LE doesn't. I, don't I, know, I mean, on the playfield, I should say. I don't really know. I I mean, I I hope that people bought it, like enjoy it, enjoy the evolution of the code stuff. I'm just like, as far as playing it, I didn't find anything interesting as far as shots go, um, which is a bummer because it was meant to be this like real special thing, but it's just super rushed. I mean. Uh, the yeah, just half baked is. The turntable is the main toy, and every time you shoot, you're just like slopping the ball over there. You don't really know what's back there at the time. Yeah. It's like having a stand-up target be your main feature, and that's not fun. Speaking of stand-up targets, they're all stand-up targets. They couldn't have put some drops in this thing. And... Well, and that that's the other thing I hadn't really thought about until the other day. But uh, George Gomez games, at least at Stern, they all have like a huge toy that had to be. Uh, engineered from scratch basically right like they all have some huge thing like hulk smashing uh the different transformer whatever transforming uh sure balrog or even the uh the ring or the shaking towers like they all have these toys that have take a lot of time and money in developing and so everything else kind of gets skimped on and i think um the coffee can the crane the crane they're able to reuse it's like when your whole budget goes into that, it's got to really work or it's no fun. Yeah. But it, everything else shouldn't get skimmed. Like, if Hulk... Hulk is a cool toy, but you want everything else to feel good. And the the time they spend testing it or whatever, I don't know. Something's missing from his games. That they're just not well-rounded around that big toy. Yeah. Sure. But even the Hulk... the 
Every time you play it, the ball is going to get stuck behind his elbow. Yeah. Every time. There, or, or rattle out of the uh, shooter lane. Yeah. It's just like, I don't understand. And if we had the ball stuck every single time, and I can't, like, there's just leagues and leagues and albums full of stuck balls on this thing right out of the yeah. gate. It's like, did they not play test it? It seems like they had extra time last year, if anything, because right. Ghostbusters pushed them back so far. But maybe the whole team was just working on fixing those problems or i i don't know what happened but I, it's half-baked it just is i i don't know that you can argue against that doesn't mean you can't like it or enjoy it but there it's not it it feels homebrew when you play it like oh that it feels like a pro would have cleaned up the geometry a little bit or put a little bit more time making sure things worked but there's a lot of stuff in it, it just doesn't work yeah uh games from 10 years ago feel like twice this game Again, it is really fun to look at. It plays okay. I like I said, I'd rather play it than a, a few other games, but I don't. I cannot justify the price, or yeah. I'd be pissed if I bought one, even oh, if I sure. love the theme. I do hope the artist um, gets a shot at making a pinball machine where he is able to use the machine itself as the canvas, yeah, instead of providing like a stock art of assets because his art's really good mm, yeah definitely um, it's just you see the joker making that goofy or the joker or the riddler making that same goofy face like eight times on the machine and you know if he could have painted the play field or something that he would have put a lot more variety in that but he just kind of had to hand over what he had so yeah uh, looking but, at but it he did I a was, great job. yeah i was okay even with the whatever photoshopped art package i think it looks great yeah um, I'd be, I'm really happy with the theme and everything. Uh, just, yeah. um, which was more fun. I think, I think their LCD screen size is way better yeah. than what Jersey Jack is doing. Totally. Um, placement as well is much better. I like it a little bit lower. So it, it's not such a hard line of sight break to look up at it. Um, I, I'm completely shocked that there's no protective cover over it. Like that's bonkers. I thought like the, the whole thing was a plastic sheet. I don't know. I touched it. It felt like just touching the, the LCD, but hmm. I would hope so. Um, but the the way that they let you pull that part down and work on it, that, that was all very good. Um, well, not all. You you pull it down and it has two threads, like fabric threads, holding the, the thing, rubbing against sharp metal edges. I don't know why they didn't cut the metal edge uh, an inch shorter so the a thread wouldn't have to touch anything. Probably because that would have required some part customization. There would have no. Uh, they had to customize that bracket anyway. Just make it an inch shorter. It just was they, not foresight. I don't know. There's no foresight there. Um, those are going to be broken in 20 years when people still own this game. Right. Though they are going to sever there, 100. percent Someone will sell a metal cable version of it. So. Yeah, that's that's the way to go. Swap uh, it out now. Anyway, overall, uh, it's not the worst game I've ever played, but it's probably Stern's worst release Pro? in a while. Yeah, it's their best uh, $3,500 game in the past five years. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would say, though, it goes back to Transformers that I'm is disinterested in going back to play a game. I, I will be interested in playing it as code evolves, but just the shots are never going to change, and that's the problem. It's the same th way I feel about The Hobbit. They keep putting really cool mode-type stuff in it, really cool things like that, but they can't change the layout, so... Yeah. Oh, bummer. 
I think it has a fun atmosphere, like standing around playing it, whereas uh, Transformers are kind of like you're looking at your phone. You're like, all right, yeah, hurry up, Transformers. dude. <laughs> Transformers is straight boring. Um, at least Batman, it's going to, yeah, it's 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 got a good ambiance. It's and watch. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Is that all the pinball talk then? <laughs> Probably. I'm glad you got to play it. I didn't want to be the only one, and I knew we were going to play it next weekend, but uh, yeah. it was good timing for both of us. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, you want to go over some questions or talk about what you've been doing not in pinball lately? Uh, well, actually, I sh- should I mention what I've been doing in pinball real quick? Sure. Now's or the do time. Do you want to save that? No. Now's the time. You want to save that for one hundred? Okay. Well, I was on the local <laughs> Fox Morning Show. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, yeah they they called and asked if I could bring a couple pinball machines out. So I took a. Uh, Ice Review, EM, and Spider-Man, and I was out on their morning show for a couple of hours. Um, they did an interview segment where they asked about the um, IFPA SCS and how it was, you know, Utah's first time having a state championship series, and then after we went through that, they just asked a few kind of general questions about pinball, and then um, then the anchors and news weathermen and stuff, they did a quick um, competition on it, just basically a one ball score. And then they kind of hung out by it for like, uh, intros and outros to commercials and stuff like that. And they, uh, featured a song of the day, which happened to be pinball wizard, of course. Shocker. And, um, but don't worry. I showed actual contempt for the song. They go, Hey, we've got our, uh, song of the day up on the screen. And they kick it to me and like, hey, here's a hint. Do you know what it is? And I was like, Oh, it's uh pinball wizard. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that's right. By the who? I was like, yep. Oh, pinball was never heard that one. But um, I got a few texts from people saying that they could tell I was less than enthused about that. But um, it's cool because a bunch of people saw it locally, and a collector that's got six games reached out to the league and says he's willing to host and um, cool be a part of the league. So that's good. We heard a few more things, and it brought an actual reporter to our SCS, which was yesterday from a local newspaper. Um, I went to that, bled all over myself, and withdrew, so I just wanted to show up. I had to see it, but after uh, Saturday's or Friday's surgery, it was I, I should not have left the house, but I just had to. Um, he who should not be named Lee drove down there, and I <laughs> made him pull over so I could throw up in the 7-Eleven parking lot on the way. Um, sorry, minimum wage guy at 7-Eleven that probably had to clean that up or at least hose it off. Uh, I tried to get to the bathroom, but at least I didn't do it inside the store. Um, so we had that SES. Um, again, I wasn't able to put up any sort of fight, but it was awesome because it was our state's first time ever hosting, um, that. So congratulations to Mike who won that. We're super excited about it and looking forward to the next year of IFPF events and doing it again. But, uh. Yeah, that's about it. Um, I haven't really had a chance to play between the surgery and the fact that I was just moving my games around uh, for that morning show stuff. But I thought it was good stuff, great for local scene. So we're happy. Is the is the footage online in its own little segment? Do you know? Um, they said they were going to be uploading it, but uh, I'm just going to request it and then I'll I'll put it up. Um, okay. Just in some YouTube clips. I probably am just going to do the parts where they're playing and the short interview part. But, uh, yeah. And it's funny. So what I did is on my Spider-Man, I changed the, the scorecard to have the 
IFPA logo and then our league logo. And it's from that league logo that the guy reached out. So oh, cool. that actually worked. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, I'll, I'll get them up. Um, it, it takes me a few days, I guess, to cut your segments and then they send those to you. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'll look forward to that. And yeah, Jeff had surgery. So if we, this is a short episode, please understand. <laughs> yeah. Bear with us. But uh, his transformation is complete. He's picking out a new name. Jeffica. Jeffica. That's not bad. That's different. Well, there's probably some kid out there named Jeffica at this point. There's a kid named Everything Terrible yes, these days. So. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are we done? Oh, wait, um, I wanted to mention uh, Reese Rails real quick. Oh, I'll probably okay. mention it on the next episode too. But uh, Reese Rails, Taylor makes, uh, Taylor Reese, he makes hardwood replacement side rails for your games he's got uh several games he has templates for but you can always send him yours and he'll usually crank out a new pair pretty quick for you but you can get a hold of him richmondpinball@gmail.com. i put them on my metallica and my simpsons they're great they're painted they don't have the little laminate that peels off or anything uh, we haven't mentioned it in a while so i just wanted to yeah i have a pair or a set i guess they're not pair it's a set that for bride of pinbot and um next time i pull up everything to shop it out they're going in i'm excited because they look nice yeah they're usually not too really bad nice. to put in except for the on the sterns there's like a hook at the bottom that the game slides on the play field slides on you have to yeah. take that off which is a little tricky because the, the game should be resting on it when you're taking it off but yeah you prop it up it's not a huge deal yeah great product yes and speaking of taylor reese our first uh question here is from taylor favorite pinball app well, of course it's Pin Pop Vegas, right? <laughs> Pin Pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to remember what that was. Um, do you have one? I mean, I do, but the one the I probably the one I probably pull up the most is Pin to Go, honestly. But and even then, I only pull it up when I play a new game or something. Yeah, and I keep forgetting to do that. Um, when I remember, I love it, and I sit there and browse what. People I know have been playing lately and putting scores up on it. I need to be a better user of that. I think it's really nice, really easy. Um, but yeah, Pindigo's great. Um, I use the, I love the Zacharia app. I've talked about that a lot on older shows. Uh, it's like thirty bucks. Well, I mean, it's cheaper if you want free version. But the paid, like gold version, is like thirty bucks. But you get thirty some tables, which is a bargain these days. Um, I, yes, I love it. it. It's got every Zacharia or the bulk of them anyway not some of the rethemes and pinball breaker forever it's kind of like breakout mixed with pinball there's a pinball podcast pinball in there but i'm not just saying it because of that um i do really like that one just looking on my phone those are the two that i usually hit the most um inks is on here and pinball map pin out Um, i'll play those every once in a while so for me um i i've always just done more playing on the on the different apps so i for a long time it was the pinball arcade but lately i've been switching over when i'm gonna play something i'll play on zen a little bit more i think it's just i haven't been super enthusiastic about the releases on the pinball arcade lately um i i don't know i just have i figure like i play a lot of those games in real life already so with zen at least i get something crazy like uh Mm -hmm. 
that's either not possible to see or too expensive to ever put into a game. So I'll experience it that way. But they're both good. They both have their strengths and weaknesses. Um, but lately, I think Zen's probably my top app for pinball. Yeah, I get more excited about Zen, but uh, I play that on Vita usually. But yeah, like you said, there's more to explore. I know Taylor asked favorite pinball app because we said not to ask pinball questions, but yeah, but Pindigo's great. That's okay. I... Pindigo is great. I put up a uh, score for on Beat the Clock today. I think I'm the only score on there because it said I was number one in the global rankings. You're just good, man. Uh, That's a no. cool game, by the way. It's a cool game. It's going to be down at 505 Pinball, the new arcade. They picked, in the 504. They picked it up today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Daniel wants to hear a health update all episode. That is uh, most episodes, but yeah. Um, I mean, I could go into more details about what's done, mm. but let's not do that. Sorry, Daniel. How about this? I'll tell you what, Daniel. Oh. I will show you. <laughs> yeah, in person. The, the surgery uh, scar. <laughs> we'll see a C-section scar in person. So, Jeff, have you broken any bones before? Uh, yeah. Um, I. Once got my finger stuck in someone's face mask playing football, and he thought I was face masking and holding on, so he started shaking his head around, but my finger was stuck in it, so he Ooh. just broke it to pieces. Uh, broken ankles, um, my foot, uh, I don't know. I've broken a few other things, nose. And that was just 2016. That was just last few weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've broken stuff. I mean, in 2016, I did fracture... Uh, my kneecap. Mm. So that was fun. And uh, gross. So yeah, I've, I've broken stuff. Hmm. I've broken all my fingers. Some of them more than once. Uh, broken my ankle, both wrists, and then concussions. I broke some ribs. Uh, I landed on a metal bar when I was like eight or nine or so. Yeah, I've broken my ribs. That's the worst. Because you can't breathe. Yeah, it's, it knocked the wind out of me pretty good. It's so awful. I didn't... I did it returning a punt in football, so I had just ran like 60 yards, and then <laughs> then they're broken, and I could... Yeah, it took the wind out of me, and I couldn't get it back because it hurt. Yeah. I almost passed out. It used to be every year I broke something, but I haven't broken anything in probably 15 years or so. Um, Clumsy kid, I guess. I think I'd rather... I think I'd rather break a bone than tear a muscle. Torn stuff is just, it takes so much longer to heal. Mm. Uh, the bone break uh, sounds worse, but really the muscle stuff is, I, I hate it. I hate the sprains and the tears. Yeah, broken bones aren't that bad. They're not fun, just but more, they're not that bad. No, like broken fingers are so inconvenient though. Like, ugh, I hate it. Yes, lots of splinting. Yes. All right. Uh, oh, you did push record this episode, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, good deal. Uh, I pushed it last time, too. It was just flat <laughs> It just <line>. didn't work. <laughs> just a... Last episode was, uh, yeah, a little bit of a fever dream the first 10 minutes. No Jeff. Spanish flea. It made me notice how much I talk and nobody else talks. It made me feel like an asshole, so. Well, I was going to make you feel more like one of going in and uh, recording alternate dialogue in over those dead spots so that it would sound like you were just ignoring everything I was saying and saying what you wanted to say but it it was going to be too much work but yeah that's normal people would have people would have thought you were a real jerk yes 
And they would not be wrong. Uh, Anthony Lawson asks, siblings, family members keep flip part out. Then he's joking. Well, uh, forget that. Podcasters yeah. keep flip part out. But uh, you have, uh, what's your sibling situation? You have a brother, right? I have one brother. He's five and a half years older than me. And he lives just a couple miles away. And my Simpsons pinball party's in his house. So we're on good terms. You see him pretty often? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. At least once a week. Oh, wow. That's very often. Is he in a similar field? Uh, he owns a web design firm. So, yeah. But uh, we, we eat at my parents' house on Sundays. So. Oh, that's cool. Except for this Sunday because I'm housebound. Yes. They should have brought you some food. What the hell? Um, I don't think I would have really eaten it. No. But. Uh, and I've got... I have a sister. We are not that close. She's... A year and a half younger than me. Um, once the kids were born, I started seeing her a little bit more often. And now she's been watching them babysitting like once every two months or so. So I see her uh, when she comes by to watch them. And when we relieve her of that, uh, <laughs> she wants to get to know the kids a little bit more. But yeah, I'm 36 and she'll be 35 in a week or two. Y'all old. Yeah, very old. Keep flip part out. Uh, I'm pretty close to my folks. They live close to me, so it sounds like we both see our parents. Fascinating yeah. tales. Yes. Yep. Mm. Is your wife from Utah as well? No. She grew up in Santa Barbara, California. Mm. And uh, most of her family lives in that area still. She's got a brother in Florida, sister in Oregon, and another brother in New York. But the rest of the family's still in Santa Barbara, and we visit. So. That's nice. Get along and no problems. Yeah, I'm, yeah, just in laws or in laws. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, my wife's from. I'm sure, that goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. My wife's from Cincinnati, so yeah. My in laws don't look forward <laughs> to hanging out with me. Um, I have nothing against them or anything. It's just don't, don't or have Don much in common. Yeah. You guys both like Cincinnati chili. I don't. But <laughs> okay. they certainly um, do. Uh, what do we do both? We both hate cell phone reception. <laughs> we like pistachios. <laughs> that's, that's good. Have some, he's always eating my pistachios, so I just start hiding them. Do you take him a bag of pine nuts when you go? No, he lives uh, on a couple acres in the woods, so he has pine trees all over. If he really wanted them, he's got them but in his the yard. New Mexico stuff. Is prime, man. I do like pine nuts quite a bit. Yeah. Put those on your pizza with some green chili. Oh. Gold. People don't know, but they should they know. They should know. But they don't. It's excellent. Some pepperoni or sausage. Choice. These are things I can't eat right now, but well, let's keep. What's your favorite on. food, Jeff? What are your turn ons? Uh, <laughs> What's your ideal first date? Um,. My ideal first date, <laughs> I don't care. Would would be, uh, I don't know, man. I haven't had to do that in a long time. Yeah, I miss it. Take her to an arcade, and she gets bored and calls her friend to come pick <laughs> her up, and I sit and hammer away on pinball that's machine. That's right. I'm like, I text her where you go, and she said I left, and I said that's cool, and that's kind of the end of it. And she says, "Don't call me," or it comes back blocked. I, I, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't going to, but um, I don't know food. Like, 
that who's paying? What's your all right? It's your birthday. What do you do for your birthday meal? Uh, that's see. Here's the problem. I never get to go where I actually want to go because my parents do take us all when it's our birthdays. But you have to like consider that the kids will be coming along, so you can't really like, go get sushi or something like that because kids aren't kids down. Will, they'll wreck the place. Um, so I'll I'll go somewhere I can get uh like really well made halibut or king crab and steak or something like that uh i really like those things um seafood but if it's like every day it's coming down to pizza or tacos right it's gotta be tonight foe asked would you rather have do you want me to make pasta or burritos i was like what the hell do you even ask (laughs) just make those burritos yes (laughs) tammy made flautas for dinner wow wow Fancy. Fancy. I always say I wish I had married a Mexican chick. Lots of opportunity um, around here. Do you tell your wife that? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I hate Greek food and she's half Greek. Her dad is from Greece. I know. I like Greek food. It's okay. Oh. Some of it. Like, that's all right. I think Graybill, that's Tammy's maiden name. I think it's German. And she doesn't make German food, though. Which is all right. I'm not like. Yeah. This, I'm not. Looking to get some schnitzel. I'm trying to think besides like uh, like pretzels maybe. Are those German? and Pretzels, sauerkraut, and sausage. Or, uh, well, you got like warm potato salad. Mm. A lot of... A lot of uh, <laughs> you got a lot of different sausages and, you know, wiener schnitzel. What is the worst... Uh, what is the worst partner or spouse to have as far as what they would have grown up eating and would be cooking for you. Is this, gonna, um, is this like too racist? Because I could think of a lot of like Jewish foods I wouldn't want to eat, but I love Jewish women. Oh, no. Jewish food is good. There's a Jewish deli nearby. Oh, no, it's, it's all so like uh, organs and stuff. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's not good anywhere. Um, Onions and kidneys. Or... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a fan of eating the organs of any animal. Uh, Apparently my son is. Well, yeah. I don't know. I I guess you're right. Wherever either you're most likely to be served organs. Not a big so. organs fans. That's the takeaway from this episode. Yeah. Do you have a favorite dessert? Um Wow. This is some I, really narcissistic, self absorbed talk right here. I don't think about myself as often as it seems like I do, so I don't know, like I I dig dessert, but maybe maybe like just apple pie with ice cream. Pie better be warm though. I, I don't know. Boring. I don't know if that's my favorite. That's pretty good though. Yeah. Uh, if not that, maybe the like molten lava chocolate cake. Yeah. With the ice cream, that's solid. Solid. But I don't know. Hmm. Mm, I love pozole, and then for dessert, flan. I was going to say, pozole is not a dessert. but No, uh, but I love flan. I would have flan every meal. Yeah, My wife hates Chilean it. flan was ridiculously good. Like, I thought, you know, in New Mexico, my grandparents made it once in a while, and that was great. Uh, and then to be able to have it for a couple of years while I was in Chile, oh man, that was awesome. Because they make their own caramel. They don't just use a little caramel packet. They make their own, and it's super good. I've never heard of the packet thing. 
Or just like when you buy like a flan mix, sometimes it comes with a little packet of oh, caramel that oh, you put you on pour it. on top or something. Yeah, and it's like kind of liquidy. Yeah. Which is still good, but when they make their own, it's awesome. I haven't tried making the uh, store flan. I tried making real flan once, and uh, when I caramelized the sugar or whatever, it was too hard. You burnt it. You burnt it. Probably. So it, not that much came off with it when I flipped yeah. the, the container over. It switches fast from like little yeah, liquid, liquid to, to hard candy. Yes, to stone. So. All right, John Costin wrote in, what do your avatar and pics mean on Pinside? Okay. Uh, so it's just me wearing a Stormtrooper helmet, and it, it cuts it off, but um, it's me sitting at my desk at work, and underneath it says I'm a professional. Um, just at my last job, I had the Stormtrooper helmet sitting on my desk. Uh, one of my friends worked uh, PR for Star Wars Battlefront, the game. And he asked me if there was anything I wanted from the PR stuff. I said, yeah, steal me a Stormtrooper helmet. And I, I was joking with him. And then like a week later, a big box in the mail came and he did. So Sweet. Uh, what I would randomly put it on while I was at work. Um, people would not know if I was actually working or sleeping underneath it. But uh, someone took a picture of it and I used it for pin side. But um, it, the name? Your name, if, yeah. If the the jar 155. Um, I'll try and tell this short because it's really not that funny. But um, so the JAR are my initials, and I've had the JAR 155 for since like before Gmail and all that. So it's like a really really old internet name for me. And what it is is when I was playing basketball in a in a league, um, we had a team that was just kind of full of goofballs. We were actually really good, so we'd go out and win. But we'd have rules like you have to wear a headband or, or something like that. Just kind of dumb stuff. We did pregame introductions or whatever. And one day I just decided to alter my jersey. I was number 15 and I added an extra five with white tape. Because um, there's no triple digit jerseys in basketball. And when the ref called the first foul on me in the game, he's like, calls out, that's a foul on one, five, five? And then kicked me out of the game like 30 seconds in. So... When I had to put a number on a username, I used 155, and it stuck for the last 15, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. So, haha. Not bad. I always so. wonder what the 155 was. Yeah, that's all. Thought maybe your folks were born January 1955 or something. No, it's just me cracking wise. Not bad. Defi- fighting the authority. So, what's so. a gambler? Uh, that's a Simpsons reference. Um, when Marge gets addicted to sim- to gambling, when they put the casino in, Homer tells the kids that an evil monster has taken over um, their mom, and he just yells out, "I call him Gamblor." Oh, so <laughs> gotcha. Gamblor was it for a while, and my my Xbox Live username used to be "I call him Gamblor." And then I switched it to the Gambler 155 so people would see the 155 and easier, more easily connect it to me. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm Call Me Steam on most things. I know I am on Pinside. And it's a, it's a Jeremy Enix song. Uh, I don't know. Whenever I was making an account on Hotmail or something 20 years ago, I must have been listening to that album that week or I don't know where it came from. I like that song. It's not like my favorite song or anything. But... uh 
I just always thought it was fine. Call me Steam. So yeah. those names just carry forward for years and years. So. Yeah, except if you want to set up a Steam account, it does not fly. <laughs> yeah. I had to be a Duke no. City Pinball on Steam, and for some reason on AOL, I was tired of Steam, which was a mix of the Weezer song "Tired of Sex," the first song on Pinkerton, and "Call Me Steam." And I don't remember where where people used to meet, but I used to meet people on Instant Messenger a lot. And or at least instant message people I didn't know a lot, and I don't remember how that happened. But I remember somebody from Texas right away was like, "So do you do you work in a jacuzzi store or something?" <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about? You said you're tired of steam." It's like, "Oh yeah, I would have never put that together, but I never forgot it." Well, that's all right. I not able to get understand us, Don. Right, and my uh, avatar. On Pinside is the logo for the podcast, designed by David Paul. But for most things, I use Krang, or I use that, uh, oh, what's her name, Kit? Ah, oh, I forgot her name. The, like, Frankenstein model, Bride of Frankenstein yeah. model. Her name is Kit something, Kit Hoover, Kit. Oh, I can't believe I can't remember it. Anyway, uh, I just always like that picture, so that's what I used. And I had, like, a creepy situation around the time the kids were born, so I don't like to put pictures of myself up very often on anything. Uh, and I yeah, locked I everything that. down after that. Uh, John also asked, what kinds of cars do you drive now, and what car would you really like to own? Well, I think we both drive the same make, just different models. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I have a 2016 Honda Fit. Um, I got that in the summer um i've enjoyed it quite a bit i've moved pinball machines in it It works perfect for that and great gas mileage i don't know it's not it's not an exciting pick by any means um some might even say the car is cute but that doesn't bother me uh i don't know it's been fine what color is it white it's silver silver okay yeah uh yeah i've got a 2000 no sorry keep going no, I was just saying, no fanciness there, but not super vanilla, so... Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I've got a 2000 Honda Odyssey that I got for free. It is kind of beat up. Um, the guy that owned it before me was like 85, and he ran over a mailbox, and dented up the hood, and he ripped out the emission system from underneath the car when he was driving over the mailbox. So it always has a check engine light on. Um, he spilled a can of paint in the back, so it's like hard white large hard white area in the back of the car but it was free um i had a go ahead did you buy it from mr magoo no or get it from mr magoo essentially <laughs> he's 85 i well and the car had been sitting so in his yard for five years before he, before i got it okay. so yeah um uh, i had a at the time it was a brand new 2010 honda pilot touring edition oh it's nice when i had it yeah it was very nice uh but when we decided that I would stay home with the kids. Uh, I didn't want car payments, so I, I sold it to a friend, and he gave me the Odyssey as kind of a partial trade. Do you guys have a second car? Yeah, my wife has a 99 Mazda Protégé that is also beat, okay. beat to hell. They're both at 190,000 miles and barely function. But uh, we're not car people, and that's never been a focus for us, like spending money on it. 
So I'm sure right. we're going to have to buy a car soon. I'm down to buy, like my friend had a Bonneville. It's like a 95 Bonneville he was driving around because he does car auctions. He got a couple weeks ago and he was going to sell it for two grand. And I was pretty tempted because it <laughs> had low miles. It only had like 40,000 miles or something ridiculous for a 20 year old car. Like we just don't care. Just get from point A to point B. What car would I like to own? Uh, I liked, uh, I liked that the pilot had that camera when you back up and it beeps when people get close to you. So any car that has that, but probably a minivan. Oh, I love the minivan. Yeah. Super well, my, versatile. My fit does that. Um, and yeah, that, that's super nice. <laughs> yeah. A car. It also has the right lane, uh, camera. So you put on your right blinker, nice. the screen in front shows down the right side, which is super nice for freeway driving. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, our second car is a, we have a Yukon, which is an awesome pin hauler and get two machines in there. But again, nothing fancy. Uh, as far as what I want to drive, I totally dig that Yukon. That's actually what my wife drives and I drive the fit, which seems a little bit backwards, but I do way more driving. So gas mileage is important, Sure. which leads towards what car I'd like to drive. And I got really close to pulling the trigger on it. Uh, I'd like to get a Tesla because I'm also looking at going solar at my house. So. Mm-hmm. If I went solar and then had that Tesla, that'd be pretty sweet. But regardless if I go solar or not, I'm still highly tempted by the whole Tesla idea. Uh, like a Prius or something even? Like a hybrid? Like something... Definitely I would like to have something like that too. Yeah. A little more efficient and planet-friendly, Earth-friendly. Yeah. Um, so. I think I've only had four cars in my whole life. Uh, the Pilot, the Odyssey. My first car is a Kia Sportage. Or no, my first car was a 69 Bronco that my dad still drives now um, that I loved. But it was I was doing a lot of driving after high school. So I got a Kia Sportage that I drove for 11 years, which was a long time for a Sportage from the late 90s. Yeah. For a Kia <laughs> yeah. from the late 90s because they were garbage. Yeah, they, they stepped their game up in recent years, but yeah. not at the time you were playing the game. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. He asked, what profession do you want your kids to grow up to do? Wow. Um, do you already know? Yeah, I think so. Um, my kids, my kids are going to be four next month. I've got twins, a boy and a girl, and I want them to have at least one of them to have a creative job because I'm not very creative. I would love if they were an author or journalist, something. It doesn't have to be fiction. But, uh, or an art, yeah, an artist, I don't know, something creative. I want them to do whatever makes them happy and makes them comfortable. But if they can, uh, there's something where I can buy a case of books and hand them out to my friends. I I think that'd be really cool. Like, Hey, my kid made this. I don't know. Yeah. Um, with my two kids, like Tyson's seven and he just like loves outdoors. Um, man, I don't know. Like, I would love. I don't know if you can support a family on something outdoorsy, but if he could figure out some way to turn his whole love of being outside into a profession, that'd be great. Um, Jason's my four-year-old; he just turned four. Uh, similar, I think he's gonna be more the creative type, and I'd love for him to do that. I mean, my work kind of straddles the line between creative and corporate, so. I enjoy the creative side of it a whole lot, and I hope they can find that too. Hmm. I 
I kind of always had in my head, like, I don't want the kids to grow up stocking shelves like I did. But on the other hand, I'm pretty, I'm not anti-college, but I don't believe everybody has to go to college. So if the kids didn't want to go to college, I'd be fine with that. If they ended up stocking shelves, I'd be happy with them. If they're a good employee and on time, like, that would be more important to me than. Sure. Basically, whatever they do, you just want them to do it well. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to be proud of them and. I guess I look at, uh, there's somebody that lives near me. I'll try not to get too specific. But he's he's 30, uh, never had a job, didn't graduate high school, lives with his parents, smokes weed all day. Like, that is like my nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Like, just do something. Even if you smoke weed all day and you're really good at, uh, I don't know, whatever, making YouTube videos, blowing smoke rings or something. I don't care. But, like, get out of your parents' house and do something. And there goes half our listenership just got pissed off i don't think so i think pinball guys are pretty good about not living with their folks in their 40s but being productive productive members of society and some people have to live with their folks and that's totally cool but like at least go out and get a job try to contribute somehow like that i don't know effort something just that drives me nuts like just don't be a leech man even to your folks your folks like even like especially as a parent now like there's so much you sacrifice that i would have never thought about even like oh i can't go out friday night or i can't go do this or uh no i didn't see that movie because (laughs) when am i supposed to go see it like just little dumb stuff you would never think of or i can't go to that that store because i can't take the kids in there um but there's sacrifices that you make and it's not the end of the world and you don't get upset but it's still your parents had to limit their lives i've been selling lots of stuff lately and i sold a ton of star wars figures this week and it, it reminded me of, I don't remember what it was, but my mom had something. Uh, when I was a kid, she told me she sold it, you know, when I was born or when I was little. And I was like, why would you do that? You know, why would you get rid of that? But now it makes sense to me. It's like, I have to make room for my daughter to have uh, more space or whatever. Like, my stuff is no longer important. Their their stuff is more important. Yeah. It's the back seat. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. my parents made those Priority. sacrifices. And never complained about it. And I never thought about it until I was doing it myself. And it wasn't that, maybe it wasn't that big of a sacrifice to them. It wasn't, it didn't feel like a big sacrifice to me selling those Star Wars toys. But I've had them for 20 years or whatever. And then they're gone in an afternoon. It's just weird. I don't know. Huge tangent there. (laughs) What's the one food you hate to eat? Um... Well, tomatoes make my stomach cramp. I don't like how they taste on top of it, so tomatoes. Wow. Uh, but in food, like in salsa or spaghetti sauce or whatever, totally fine. Uh, raw tomato, it's going to make me double over in stomach pain about an hour later. So Wow. That's awful. I'll avoid it. And I love tomatoes. I don't like the texture. That slimy middle. I don't know. Yeah. But. I would go to Fuddruckers oh. and just order a burger and then put like 15 slices of tomato as my side. That's a flavor nightmare. Um, <laughs> but because that has like an actual medical element to it, that's kind of a cheat, but it's jello. I can't even swallow it without gagging. I hate the texture. I hate the flavor of every kind of jello. And I, if I'm served a bowl of jello, I'll do the courteous thing and eat it. But I, <laughs> I am seriously like doing that deal where it's like fear factor and I'm trying not to puke on every bite and every swallow. Um, yeah, Jell-O is just the worst. Wow. Okay. 
Uh, yep. Yeah. My kids don't like Jello. I didn't ever think about it until uh, they stopped eating it. I had to eat so much from their leftover cups. <laughs> uh, I hate eggs. I cannot yeah, I stand that. eggs. Uh, I don't mind if they're mixed into something. Obviously, they're in everything. And I know there's, they're good for you or whatever. And when I started doing the, the primal diet, um, I did eat a lot of eggs because that was one of the big things. But uh, I hate them. I just think it's disgusting. It's like a chopped up abortion that you cook and eat. It just it messes with my head and I cannot do it. They smell a little bit like gas. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I'm pretty good at cooking them now because my kids like them, yeah. but it grosses me out every time I cook them too. I just have to like get it done and, and clean the dishes as quick as I can. <laughs> um, I don't like uh, I don't like weird stuff. I'm not going to eat like big assholes or pig pigs feet or any of that stuff. Um, I don't like seafood much, but as an adult, I, I'm more willing to eat it. Yeah, I hate pigs feet. They're nasty, absolutely terrible. Yeah. I'd, Mm. Okay, uh, Eric Monji writes guilty pleasure songs, movies, and TV shows. For him, it's Mandy from Barry Manilow. Some kind of wonderful and what's happening? Some kind of wonderful is that like an '80s John Hughes kind of thing? Yeah, that movie's awesome. Um, if I remember right, I can't. Boy, I haven't seen that since I was a teenager. But I think it's the girl is a drummer. And, you know, it's the whole deal where she's the friend that helps the guy get the girl he really wants. But through the journey of figuring that out, he realizes he had what he wanted all along type of thing. Mm. You know, basically every 80s teen movie ever. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I remember really liking it, too. Yeah. I think I went through a phase in high school where I watched all these, like, 80s high school movies. So, I, looking at the cover, I have seen it, but I don't remember much about it. What's on the cover? It's just uh, Eric Stoltz, Leah Thompson, and who is that? Mary Stuart Masterson, I think. It's just like they're just scowling at the camera, standing side by side. Some kind of... They're like leaning under an overpass or something. Yeah, that's it. Um, Obviously, man, they look like murderers. Um, (laughs) Especially him. Uh, Yeah, the blonde girl... um, is the friend the drummer yeah yeah okay so is that yours or did you have one i don't i don't really know i'm just that's a great pick um i think it's been obvious over the time of uh my years on this podcast and it's top gun that Mm. cheese fest i legitimately love it so still never seen it i i can't i know i can't understand that one Uh, i'll get there sometime uh, I legitimately like the Spice Girls, uh, especially Spice World, the movie. We've talked about that on the show before. Yeah. Mm, as far as guilty pleasures, I don't know. I'm pretty uh, stuck up, like hipster stuff, I guess. Yeah, I, I really, musically, I just don't tolerate what would generally fall under those categories. So yeah. it's not, bec- I don't know if it's being stuck up or just like, just supremely picky about spending time listening to anything um the the one point of contention we have is i do love post breakup the shins so yeah bunch of dicks we won't get into it now um 
I do like uh, Since You've Been Gone, that Kelly Clarkson song. Oh, I hate that song. And I like uh, Party in the USA, Miley Cyrus. That's a good one. You killed me. <laughs> I pretty much hate any song where there's like a, a extended woe or yeah in it, which is about 40% of Party in the USA. That's okay. Um, but yeah, that's okay. Or any song where they re- they sing to the DJ, um, imploring the DJ to don't stop or to turn it up, because usually that's just bad music. That's not a guilty pleasure, though. That's a guilty, or that's not even guilty. That's just a hatred. No, I'm just saying that active hatred. That's where that's where most people's guilty pleasures fall into those type of songs, like Kesha's TikTok or something, and. I believe she asked the DJ to turn it up in that song. So I hate the uh, like untis songs. I do too. When the hi hat's going, it drives me bonkers. Yeah, the hi hat never. When it sounds like someone, when it sounds like someone opens a a cupboard in the kitchen and a bunch of pan lids fall out, I hate that. Well, we've talked about a lot of that drum and bass crap. I (laughs) I can't do it. No, <laughs> um, guilty guilty pleasure TV shows. I love Ink Master. Love that show. <laughs> I especially love the earlier seasons when it, it was really more skill based and there wasn't any like team stuff. Uh, I like. Uh, I've been getting really into Canada's Worst Drivers, which sounds like a terrible show, but it's it's pretty good. <laughs> it's really pretty good. It's it's made me excited about driving. It makes me feel like Andretti or something, or. Uh, yeah. It's pretty good. That's good. I'm glad it's making you feel something. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, they set up like cities, and then you, you just you watch people plow into styrofoam people for an hour. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, I guess I have that same sort of one with one of my. I, I I'm very very picky with TV. I I pretty short leash on recommendations. If you burn me twice, I never ask you again. Um. But there's two TV shows that are definitely cheesy as I'll get out that I do like. One is World's Worst Cooks because it's the same thing. I, mm, I just yeah, like with Bobby Flay. At... Yes. Yeah, that yes. is a good one. Because it's a competition show where they're not faking it, at least. Um, and they learn something. Yeah. You see you see improvement in character and skill. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is I still like Survivor, even though it's the exact same thing. Every single season. It's still on? The person that deserves to... Yeah, it's still going. Oh, my gosh. It's, like, still the number one reality show or something crazy like that, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it's just nutty that the person who deserves to win never does, and you're mad about who wins every season. <laughs> I hate you still that. watch it. But I, I, I don't watch it live. What I do is I'll go four or five seasons without watching it, and then I'll watch them on Hulu. Uh, I'll backfill a couple of seasons at a time. So I'm not like hardcore, but I do watch it. Hmm. I was, and I know it's not, I love yeah, the first three show. seasons. I was super into it for those first three. I even bought the DVD of season one, even after watching it. But then I just stopped caring and I didn't know it was still on. Like what is it like 20 seasons or something? 18 seasons. They're over 20. Oh my yeah. gosh. They, they do like two or three a year. And, it's been going since 2000, I think. Wow. So, um, I really liked yep. Flavor of Love. I watched all those. <laughs> uh, I could see you being like a secret Jersey 
Jersey Shore fan. No, I've never seen that. Oh. I like uh, Hotel Hell and anything that takes like a real location and cleans it up. I like that kind of thing. I, feel, I don't know. So that's, again, like I said, I, I don't have a lot of patience. I'll start series and stop them if they're no good, but. I do that with like I, Bar Rescue. Every episode is basically the same thing or Restaurant Impossible. Yeah. Uh, unless I need something totally mindless, then maybe I'll watch one. But And there's so many great shows I should be watching, but then you have to pay attention. And with the kids, you cannot pay attention. And a lot of them you can't right. watch around kids anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah, they kids ruin everything. They do. Uh, Nick Baldridge asks, favorite video games? This could be an episode in its own, but do you have a couple all-timers? Oh, yes. uh, yeah, pretty standard picks. Um, I'll just name a few just because... Sure. I, I've never like narrowed down to my all-time favorite game, but um, I love the Zelda series, and I still think Ocarina of Time is possibly the best game ever. Um, that's like kind of the what everyone says, but it's garbage. It's, it's pretty dang good. Um, I love the Metroid series. I think Metroid Prime was the best game of that generation. Uh, I love Bayonetta. I think that's the best action game ever made. Um. Still love Final Fantasy VI. I think that's the series' peak. Um, Farmville? Chrono Trigger's great. Candy Crush? Not quite Farmville, but really good mention there, Don. I, I don't know, man. Like, I I have a really... I Like you said, this could be a whole show in its, in its own. and um, I don't know. No, it's tough. That's a tough one. I that's just a small sampling though. Well, it's easy to go like generation by generation or system by system and just go, "Oh, my favorite game on this system is blank." Yeah. Um current generation on um, current generation sucks. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it's just it hasn't hit its uh the peaks of many uh, my first yeah, my favorite game is uploading, updating. Yeah, this is installing. This is the GameCube, uh, PS One era. Well, I guess GameCube was PS Two. This is the N six. Well, N sixty four had some good games too, though. Had a lot of good games. Yeah. Uh, when I think of like GameCube, it's like okay, and the Xbox original Xbox, it's like there weren't that many super high points. There were good games, but that's kind of the overall weak generation besides the PS Two. Which was like a powerhouse. Maybe. PS2 is maybe my favorite console ever. As far as catalog. Yeah, it was it was pretty deep. Um, my favorites... I played my GameCube more, though. Just because the exclusives were pretty dang solid on that. Yeah, there was something about the GameCube I just loved. It was just cool to like the little tiny discs. And it's just real smooth interface and stuff. It made me feel yeah. like I was playing oh. something next gen that and then nintendo's games still cross over well into the hardcore um mm-hmm. from there not so much so they still walk that line well i mean i, I thought like eternal darkness was the coolest thing when it came out so. <laughs> um my, some of my favorites all time or at least the games i played the most like the animal crossing series i played a ton of uh oblivion elder scrolls oblivion uh, Peggle, the Tony Hawk series, Ratchet and Clank, WarioWare. Those are like the system sellers for me. 
if a new WarioWare game came out or a new Ratchet and Clank, I would pretty much buy the system. Uh, Donkey Kong Country, the newer ones, especially Freeze and Tropical Freeze, so yeah, good. Tropical Freeze is excellent. Um, I love Guitar Man and uh, Katamari Damacy. Like kind of the quirkier games from PS2. Um, um let let's name two or three odd picks. You just did that, I guess. But um I really like Persona four. Yeah. Golden on the Vita. Uh let me think weirdness like along those lines. Pa- I thought Catherine was really good. <laughs> Which one? Catherine? Yeah, that was good. Catherine? I played a lot of Puzzle Quest. I don't know how weird that is, but Oh, that's so good. Yeah, Puzzle Quest is awesome. I never get tired of the Puzzle Quest. Very satisfying when those big chains go off. Yeah, you always felt like you were doing something, too, because there's always something to kill, and then it would save. I love the Puyo Pop or Puyo Puyo series. Very good puzzle games. Saints Row 2 is up there for me. Uh, hmm. Driver San Francisco sounds like a super generic game. But you possess other drivers while you're driving. Yeah, you're a ghost. Yeah, you yeah you start to get these abilities, and your guys like I don't know what's doing. I just zoomed into that guy's head. So you could be chasing somebody, and then zoom into oncoming traffic, and then make oncoming traffic ram into your opponent, and then go back into your body and go past them. It was such a good game, and it's so underrated. Um, remember how good the Burnout series used to be? Yeah, Burnout Three, Burnout Revenge, oh, Burnout Revenge Two was great. Is so awesome. Yeah. Video games. I loved Blur. I played the shit out of Blur. Yeah, I remember you were all about Blur. It was gone too soon. <sighs> Video games. We could do that for a long time. Fire Emblem. Oh, Fire Emblem. Yeah, I don't get down with Fire Emblem as much. I tried. I tried last week even. I've been playing Fire Emblem Birthright, and I got to where you had yeah. to pick a family. It, it stressed you out? No, I picked my family, and then I just... Okay. It did stress me out, because they're both they want you to pick both, basically. They're both viable picks. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I just don't know. Like, you just move your guys and then attack and move your guys again and attack. Well, I just can't do strategy. Hard. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's stressful because in that game, if a character dies, they're gone. They're not back. The no, no, no. I'm it's playing on permadeath. easy, dude. Oh, no. I would never play that way. Yeah. I, I can't. But. I don't want to get the stress of permadeath. <laughs> Yeah. Advance Wars, Dual Strike, I played the crap so out of that good. too. A lot of the DS games I played a lot because I could just take it to work and play it on my lunch break. Yeah, and I used to take the uh, Advance Wars on Game Boy Advance on the little Game Boy Micro. Mm. I'd take it to college and play it in between classes and stuff all the time. But Tetris Attack, lots of Tetris Attack on my Game Boy SP. Yeah. Good times. Video games. Yeah. <laughs> Adam is being a smartass, but he says, if you were yogurt, would you be fruit at the bottom or stirred? <laughs> stirred, man. Yogurt's disgusting, so it's got to be stirred up or I'm not going to do that. Yeah, uh, it's it's a textural thing again. I, if I'm going to eat yogurt, it has to have something stirred into mm-hmm. it. Preferably like crunchy, like granola or something like that. This, but just ugh. like a plain cup of yogurt. That's... White mucous membrane with a little bit of like liquid at the top. Yeah, the only yeah, Jello's worse. Tapioca pudding is way worse. Oh, tapioca is delicious. Tastes so gross. I love custard tapioca. I love all that shit. 
choke you as you swallow it. Matthias. Um, mm. Ugh. So yeah. Okay. Stirred. Uh, would you? Taylor asks, would you take a cold bath in someone's used bath water, or where someone else's used underwear? <sighs> Lots of highbrow content here. Uh, I'd just wear somebody else's <laughs> underwear, I guess. No way. I'd do the cold bath water. Just because there's soap in it, and it kind of stirred up. It's at least it's somewhat asshole water, but... dude. It's like a pube cappuccino in there, man. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, tubs are just gross in general, but bath water's just nasty. But like someone's used underwear. Yeah, someone wearing boxers. I don't know, man. <laughs> you could turn it inside out. It's a little better. Yeah, you could have the crab like uh, colony that's going. That's true. On. So <laughs> they're both awful options. Yeah. All right. That's a that's a no win, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Taylor. Uh Joe Zinkus, both of you met at a pinball show, but have you both been to each other's houses? Well we have neither of us have been to each other's houses. Nope. I don't even think I've been we... in Utah since I've known you. Probably not. Um, no. I've been to, I've been close to your house a few times. Yeah. But never had the time nope. to come by. Nope. Um, Taylor Reese asks again, do you, do you ever have to wake the other one up to podcast? We do not have Taylor's <laughs> problem with Tommy. We're usually, yeah. on, we're on a pretty set schedule. Sunday nights, 830. Give or yeah, take. We're, we're pretty good about that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Darwin Gooding. At, wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. What? We do not have the problem Taylor has with having to wake up Indiana state champion. Tommy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Congratulations, Congrats, Tommy. Tommy. Or to edit out his chewing, each other's chewing, <laughs> slurping noises. Uh, Darwin Gooding asks, how can anyone think Iron Man is good? I'm with Jess. He's referring, he's with her. He's referring to Jessica uh, DiNardo, who said that Iron Man was one of the worst modern sterns. I used to hate it. I came around, and of course we know Jeff loves the game. He owns it. Yeah. Um, I remember playing it on the showroom and feeling like there just wasn't much there, but obviously as code evolved on it, it just clicked with me. Um, but for me, I remember t talking about it, how it was kind of like a fast modern-ish EM feel to it. And I think that's its simplicity um, plus the risk reward. That's, that's it. But I would totally understand if you don't like it because it, it can be really drainy, and just stepping up to it without knowing what's going on, it can feel pretty. It can feel overly basic, I guess. So I get it. Did you watch the? Uh, what is it? Not Advance Wars. The Avengers: Infinite Crisis. Is that? Did you watch the new trailer that came out yesterday? Or like the? No, because I, because I still haven't watched Civil War, so I'm oh. having to avoid. It's not really even a trailer. It's just like a behind the scenes. Hey, production started on. Uh, what the hell is okay. it called? Advance. Uh, it's it's a uh, Infinity War, right? I guess. Yeah, it's the whole thing with uh, Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet. Anyway, it looks pretty good. Okay. Bringing Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers together. Yeah. It's pretty crazy how many heroes are in those films now. Like huge blockbuster films. All tied and they're together. big actors too. It's not just the yeah. characters; the actors themselves are yeah crazy. Uh, Daniel from Nifty LED, F Mary Kill, 
for amusement only EM and Bingo Pinball Podcast, Coast to Coast Pinball, and this flipping podcast. Oh, I'm sure we're the we're the, we're the same on this. We'd marry Nick. Yeah, you gotta marry he's Nick. A, he's a life lifetime commitment type of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate Nate Dunn already killed his show. He's moved on. So so kill coast to coast. That means f this flipping podcast. I just feel like um, Taylor might be angry afterwards, so we gotta watch for that. But that, but Tommy might be chill, and we could get a friend out of it. Hmm, who would win in a fight, Tommy or Taylor? Well, we'd all lose because they'd harm each other. But that—that's something <laughs> right. I'd like to see because because we know that Tommy's spry, like he's he's a wrestler, but Taylor's a bear. He's got he's got the anger. Yeah, he's a little lower to ground. Take down his legs. We should make that happen at Low Pinburg. center of gravity. Start a rumor that Tommy was saying some pretty heavy stuff about Taylor. Yeah. And there can be a confrontation at Pinburg. Um, I just listened to the new Blockade pinball podcast. So, Jared Morgan or Chris Phoebus, who would win? Um, I think Jared would over... He, he would win over anybody because, like Batman, he could he would prep better than anyone else. So... He's got well. He's got that jet lag though. He's got that international travel. Unless you make Chris travel to him, that's true. That could screw things over for him. They could meet in like I don't know Brazil or something in the middle. Uh, Yeah, Chris is more has more of that villain vibe. Jared's got more of the hero vibe. So I gotta go, Team Jared. Okay. So I had looked at uh, Match dot com. And OkCupid and a couple other dating sites for their dating quizzes, but you have to create an account, and I was not in the mood to create an account. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, just a couple little things I wouldn't mind knowing about Jeff. Who's your favorite author? Do you have one? Oh, geez. Dean Koontz? <laughs> I've never read a Dean Koontz <laughs> novel. Um, man, probably not. I can't point to a single one and say that's it yeah to be honest that's okay uh mine garth ennis and chris ware they both do graphic novels but uh still counts sure very different in tone but um i like both of them have you ever had a nickname jeff yes uh back in high school my hair was a lot longer in fact it was long enough i could pull it down in front of my eyes but when my hair grows out it gets curly and it generally would stay kind of up above my head and semi-curled. But when I play sports, um, for some reason or other, as I'd start sweating or whatever, it would just throw out, like, big time. And people, my brother, being older than me, started calling me Fro Boy. He'd always bring me to play basketball, and the whole Fro nickname stuck uh, for a while. So people called me Fro for about three years. Um, wow. Then the other one... Uh, People take the first half of my name, Riv, and just that has stuck since high school. And some people still call me Reverend because it's kind of like my last name. And um, there's a story behind that that's not worth telling, but Reverend, yeah. Riviera, isn't that like River or something? Rivera? Rivera. Did I say Riviera? (laughs) You did, which is even closer to Reverend than Rivera. Well, it would be Reverend is like Padre or something, right? Well... 
Reverend would be like father, yeah, kind of. But it's just, yeah. Whatever. The spelling similar. The spelling is similar. Okay. When I was a kid, they would call me Dew or Dewey because my initials are D-E-W. And I was also called Donald until like high school. So a lot of my friends from back then still call me Donald. We call you Donald Dick. Donald Dick. Yeah, but I don't see that <laughs> in the chat. I don't see my own name. Oh, you don't? No, you don't see yours either. <laughs> I always forget what it is until I go up. Or to, when I go to change somebody else's, I see my name. That's all right. Yeah. Mm, trying to think. There's a lot of uh, good questions on here that we haven't touched on, but this has been a pretty boring episode anyway. The worst. The worst in a series of worst podcasts. <laughs> Speaking of which, I had wanted to mention this at the top of the show, uh, but we got the ball rolling too quick and kind of forgot. Um, I'm going to take a break from the podcast. I don't know how long. I don't know if I'll come back. So episode 100 will be my last episode, but it will not be Jeff's. Jeff's going to keep going. And that's why we had Jessica on so much. Uh, we love having her on, but uh, we were hoping she would kind of take my spot. She likes doing kind of a team podcast with a lot of people. So she'll probably do the next podcast with Jeff. And then, I don't know, Jeff's going to find people to fill in or I don't know what he's going to do. It'll be Just Baby yeah. then. Well, you take three weeks well, off. Well, I bro. take uh, an extended break. I don't know how long. Not three Just weeks. Just call it a hiatus. Not, not three weeks. Three. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, I don't know. I will, We'll figure out how it's going to work. Yeah. But. And this isn't a surprise to anybody. Well, probably not to anybody, period, but not to Jeff. We've been talking about it for three months or something. So... Been working on it. I feel like I'm out of things to say about pinball. Um, I barely play it anymore. I'm just out of the loop. And I feel really censored by Stern. And it's not fun for me to beat around the bush with stuff or whatever, not be able to speak my mind. It uh, really bothers me. And I'd rather just not do the show. So that's where I'm at. For now. For now. You okay? Yeah, I just almost fell over. So, and okay, so Jeff is losing blood. We should probably wrap this thing up. I actually literally am bleeding right okay, now. Okay, let's but... get you uh, in the bath with some salve, salve, and some Epsom salts. <laughs> let's encourage the bloodletting. Let's have a good letting. So, well, I hope you feel better, Jeff. Obviously, and hopefully, I'll see you next week in great health and no discomfort or minimal discomfort. Uh, yeah. Um, that's the goal. <laughs> if you need somebody to keister you with a nice cold, uh, salve pack or whatever, Nick will be with us. Dr. Nick. Dr. Nick and, uh, Daniel, Daniel will help you out. Oh yeah. I got to show it to him anyway. So he'll throw a stitch in there too. If you need it, but it should be fun. Yeah. So next week in Vegas, we're going to be recording episode 100. Come check it out. Come join us if you're able to. Uh, join us in spirit. I don't know if we'll be doing Facebook Live or any of that stuff. We're pretty low tech. But uh, we'll be there. If you have any Ryan Clater stuff you want autographed, uh, bring it. And he'll be there signing autographs for a modest fee. $40 a show. We also have uh, all the pinball you can play in a tournament for 10 bucks. I think. Flipper Shield Wonderland. 
Details in the show notes, but it's uh, February 18th. Uh, we'll be hanging out at 1 p.m. We'll record between then and 6 is the tournament sign-up. And the tournament starts at 7 on the 18th. And my kids might be with me. I really hope not. <laughs> but if... I don't know. Basically, Fochini's family is in a bad situation right now. So, we'll have to figure things out this week. But uh, I'll do my best to get there with the kids or not. And Jeff will do his best to get there um, full of blood alive. or a little bit less blood. That's right. Yeah. Just shooting for alive at this point. Yes. So. And Friday, we'll be going, uh, I think. Are you going Friday? Where are you planning? I'll get there Friday afternoon. Okay. We were planning on hitting Pinball Hall of Fame uh, Friday afternoon, so hopefully we'll see anybody who wants to come. We'll see Friday afternoon over there, and then Ween is that night, which if I have my kids, I will have a a ticket for Ween available on the cheap. Unless you want Uncle Ryan Clayter to <laughs> I would not do that to you. I would not do that to Vegas. Ryan or Nick. You came out to Vegas, you want to watch? <laughs> yeah, it's bad enough you get to bunk with a couple kids, but. Get to watch them all so, night, too. Hang out with two kids in the Rita. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And the Nifty LED guys. I think they'll be there on Friday, too. So. Oh, Daniel loves other people's kids. He loves it. You're covered. Nothing better. Uh, you can always email us, so. pinballpodcast at gmail.com. If there's something you want to hear on episode 100, our f- my final episode. We I've been doing uh, some research for retrospective stuff. So that could be interesting. And... um. I think that's it check us out the pinball yeah, podcast.com so. cool all right thanks guys hope you feel better jeff yep. uh thanks bye bye <laughs>